The views and opinions of the following program are not necessarily those of the staff management ownership or sponsors of the Real Talk Radio Network. Portions may be pre-recorded. This is the Real Talk Radio Network, the voice of freedom. The following program is sponsored by Frank Shelton. Welcome to Frank Shelton's podcast on life, leadership, and our Lord. Frank is an author, evangelist, and one of the most sought-after speakers in America. Frank is married to his sweetheart, Ruth, and they have two children and live near Washington, D.C. After working two decades on Capitol Hill, he left by faith to preach the gospel. He served five years on staff with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and he was a chaplain at three Summer Olympics. Today, Frank has preached on five continents and addressed audiences at stadiums over 120,000 in attendance. His TV ministry, By Faith with Frank Shelton, airs weekly to over 150 million homes worldwide. And today, he's thrilled to speak to you. Enjoy today's message by our host, Frank Shelton. Don't act so surprised. Indeed. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. Against rulers of the darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. For the past few months, I have been listening in my TIE Fighter to Frank Shelton's Out of This World messages. With this growing audience, I find some of your lack of faith disturbing. The force is strong with Shelton and Skywalker, and indeed, Frank is a Jedi for Jesus. His uplifting words have given me a new hope. I am contemplating leaving the dark side to follow the light. You can do. Visit frankshelton.com that's right. It's not too late to leave the dark side and follow the light. Day or night, it's time to get right. You know, as a kid, I loved Star Wars. Remember Yoda? <laughs> Yoda, Master Luke, help you, I can. <laughs> the truth is, the Lord is our only hope. Man, I love Christmas. Thankful for the privilege to speak life into you. And uh, let me pray for us today. Father God, I thank you for the privilege for this space to just share about life, love, and the Lord. Pray for the listener today, wherever they're at. I pray for comfort, calmness, and uh, just give us clarity. Thank you for the privilege to speak over the airwaves, and I just pray more importantly than hearing my voice, help us all hear from your voice. Bless us this Christmas season. In the name above all names we pray, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The past weekend, I preached in Delaware, and man, God met with us. And this coming weekend, I have the honor to preach at Callaway Baptist Church in St. Mary's County, Maryland, for my dear friend, Pastor Dan Moore. Dan has been a cherished friend for over 30 years, and St. Mary's County is where the two ships began the Maryland colony in 1634. You may remember learning in school the Ark and the dove two of the passengers on that those boats were leonard calvert and thomas green both became governors of maryland i was born in dc but live in maryland it is interesting that the ark in maryland and then we 
familiar of another ark of biblical times with Noah. I've been doing a study on both and in my sermons for some time, and I'm encouraging uh, other Christian leaders to remind others that the Bible says that when the Son of God returns, quote, it will be like in the days of Noah. The ark is a symbol of salvation, and friends, you don't want to miss the boat when Christ returns. You know, my boss, Billy Graham, was known to preach with the newspaper in one hand and the Bible in the next. And, you know, he could read the newspaper in the morning and then often get a sermon title and preach it that night at a crusade. And when we think of the news, there's the six o'clock news. You've heard of fake news, but the gospel is still the good news. This weekend, my wife Ruth and I caught a movie on Netflix before I went out of town to preach. The movie is called Leave the World Behind. The subtitle is We Are Not Going Back to Normal. That part is true. Normal isn't coming back, but Jesus is. Predictive programming is when folks tell you in advance and they show you clues or tip their hat or hand to what is coming down the pike. I've been advised that some three-letter agency for decades have been pitching movie scripts to Hollywood, and then when you see it later, it's deja vu. You may recall that right before COVID-19 was released, a film was on Netflix about an airborne virus released from China. While the two weeks slow the curve, many of you watched it. Earlier this year, a movie was made in advance and released right the week before the trains derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. Toxic chemicals were dumped into the soil and polluted the water. I've been preaching for years of trains coming off track. Instead of a train with Amtrak down the side, it was almost as if it was America. In my spirit, I knew we were going way too fast in the wrong direction, and eventually it came off track. We have had record derailments at the beginning of this calendar year. And if you go back and look at movies just in the last decade, we've had White House down, Olympus has fallen, London has fallen. And I say this respectfully, I've met Biden before, but when the president is falling down the steps repeatedly of Air Force One, could it be symbolic that America has fallen? Pastor Jensen Franklin said at best, quote, Christianity can survive without America. But America cannot survive without Christianity. The Bible said, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And I also believe, blessed is the nation whose leaders love the Lord. I knew the storm was coming in March 2020, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. Just as COVID threw a curve in crippled countries, I wouldn't be surprised if a cyber attack doesn't hit one day in the future. Regarding the new movie, Leave the World Behind, the poster actually says, no internet, no phones, no going back to normal. Who can you trust at the world's end? I'll say again what I opened up today's show with. The only one you can trust now and in the end is Jesus. In Star Wars, you may recall Princess Leia got on her knees and looking into a light beam from R2-D2 said, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
You're my only hope. No, princess, Christ is our only hope. I wrote a book that came out three years ago called Urgency, Heaven or Hell. It has an hourglass on the cover and the sand of time has almost slipped out. Now is the time to get right with God because a future tomorrow could be too late. When the book came out, it was the number one new release on Amazon. Feel free to buy your copy today. I predicted much of where we are now in that book and the Holy Spirit is the greatest detective. My mentor said, if you don't see it before you see it, you'll probably never see it. Our culture today is lacking in discernment. Discernment is low and deception is high. And we need to get more in the Bible to have a better understanding of where we are in today's society. The United States Secret Service had their special agents in the past stare for hours combating counterfeit currency. They wouldn't stare at the fake. They would stare at the genuine article. And the moment a counterfeit came across an agent's desk, they could spot the fake instantly. The problem with our society today is too many of us are not spending time in God's word and we're being misled by false information because we are listening to anyone behind a microphone or a podium. The Bible does say to test the spirits and it is imperative that we tune into God and listen to his word because if you don't know what God says, you will fall for anything that man says. The new movie I'm talking about mentions a cyber attack, cell phone service, internet, GPS is all gone. Planes literally crashing out of the sky, animals by the hundreds converging on homeowner's property. Why? Because even the animals can sense when evil is in the air. The premise of the movie insinuates collapsing a nation from within. President Lincoln was right. If we fall apart as a nation, it won't be because of enemies on the outside. It was because of those on the inside. We're going to cut to a break. There'll be more, but I'm telling you, today's the day you don't want to miss. I'll be right back. I love that song. Man, it's an honor to be with you. Hope you guys are doing well. And as I was sharing about this new movie, Leave the World Behind, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. Sometimes folks have been known to show their hand in advance and we would do well to just see what's going on. But even better, just make sure you stay in the book, the Bible. You know, a lot of us, thank God for social media, but some of us are on Facebook more than our face in the real book, the holy book, the good book, God's book, the Bible. But talking about this movie, Leave the World Behind, there's literally uh, planes falling out of the sky uh, after the cyber attack. 
you know, animals do have a unique sense when something evil is in the air. And there was an airplane opposed to spreading chemtrails in this film. They're literally dropping tens of thousands of red paper notes, and it's written in Muslim. And the message literally said, death to America. We find that neighbors distrust each other. Even longtime friends treat each other like strangers. Why? Because of the fear. And, you know, fear honors the devil. And like our show, faith honors God. Smart appliances are the dumbest things we've ever invested in. Whether smart cars, smart TV, smart radio. They were brilliant advertising, but I'm telling you, they're not our friend. Prince said it best. It is okay to use computers, but don't let computers use you. The movie shows a huge traffic jam on the interstate. All escape routes are closed, and at first it appeared to be a long pileup of cars, but actually in the film, they're all Teslas. This current White House administration by 2025 is advocating that all new cars will have a kill switch. Some suggest, quote, it's for safety, but the fact is, the government or globalists could shut it down and stop you in your tracks at any time. Not because someone's living a double life, but because in the last days, good will be called evil. I have a friend in Kentucky. I was talking to him a little while ago, and he said, quote, Frank, I got four cars. I never thought my beat-up, rusted-out 1971 pickup truck would be the most reliable vehicle I own. Why? Because you can't trace it nor stop it. On the movie poster of this film, the actor's name spell Bale, B-A-A-L. We have always had a heart for Hollywood, but even the stars need the sun, and without question, we are racing towards a new world order. In this film, there's three clocks in the master bedroom of where this couple is staying, three clocks, they each happen to be on six. 666. The movie talks about billionaires hiding in bunkers. And one brother's wearing a shirt called Obey. The sister's wearing a shirt that says NASA. I'm not going to get too deep on you, but have you ever noticed the emblem of NASA? It's a red, looks like ribbon, but you examine it closer, it's like a devil's tongue. You throw in a T and the word NASA, spin it around, and you got Satan. So with the brother wearing obey and the sister wearing NASA, it could almost insinuate obey Satan. Last month, Disney Plus had a documentary by National Geographic called American Blackout. The World Economic Forum predicted a cyber polygon in 2025. Some have suggested that a blackout or something could happen before the 24 elections. There was a part that kind of made me pause and break my heart. It was an African-American girl talking to her dad, and she said in times like these, basically, quote, you don't know who to trust, but particularly you can't trust white people. Wow, that was not only not politically correct, we can certainly be more respectful of all. What I loved about Lincoln, he was a uniter. We find folks who are a divider. The timing of the release could also be suspect with the passing of Matthew Perry from the show Friends. The irony is in the film that the teenage girl in the movie was binging on all the TV show Friends. 
She was so obsessed with watching their lives on TV that she wasn't even worried about her own reality. So with no internet, no cell phone service, she was dying literally to find out how their life ended. We would be wise to not worry how characters on a TV show end up, but we would do good to be focused on getting our own house in order. You may recall when an airplane is going down, passengers are instructed to put their mask on and breathe air first before helping those next to you. I learned a long time ago, you cannot give away what you don't have. My friends, America is in a tailspin and the answer is God, not government. The problem with waiting until the 11th hour to get right with God is too many die at 1045. Jesus said today is the day of salvation. Note to all, when the world is falling apart, let God put you back together. Jesus is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And later in the show, I'm going to talk to you about a message wise men still seek him. I'm afraid that too many are playing Russian roulette with God and we keep kicking him down the street as if he was some tin can. But with the clock ticking, we would do well to make sure you're born again. The Bible says, where do I go for help? I look to the hills and the Lord is my help and strong tower. Had the honor a couple years ago to preach on New Year's Eve to about 2000 teens, and one of the bands was for King and Country. Years before, I spoke to 7,000 two nights in a row with their sister, Rebecca St. James. I really believe more than ever we need to take an internal inventory. We need a checkup from the neck up, and we need to know for sure where we're going to spend eternity. My son and I, about a year and a half ago, was driving on the beltway and I was doing about 65 on the right hand lane and a motorcycle flew by me as if I was standing still he was probably doing 110 and when we came up around the hill we saw some dust and debris and some smoke and what happened the bike that was going way too fast that flew by me a BMW pulled out and that bike had nowhere to go the bike was wedged into the passenger side of that BMW threw him airboard, hit him so hard, he flew out of his Air Jordans. He flew in the air, probably rolled the length of an NFL football field, and he was pronounced dead on arrival. And I've often thought, what were the words that went through his mind when he hit that BMW? You know, a lot of people think, well, I'll just live my life, and in the bottom of the ninth, I'll get right with God. But I'm going to say it again. Those that wait till the 11th hour usually die at 1045. I often wondered, did he call out to Christ or did he probably just curse? And I want to encourage you today, since tomorrow's not guaranteed, you would do well to get right with God.
Praise the Lord. Send me an email where you're listening from, frank at frankshelton.com. Love to hear from you. And uh, starting this week, the next two weeks at the movie theater, our ministry, Frank Shelton Global, we're doing two huge outreaches. And uh, we've rented out two local theaters in Maryland. And what we're going to do is run a 30-second video hoping folks will consider Christ this Christmas. And uh, one's the 14-screen theater with the IMAX with an 80-foot screen. And the other is a 9-screen theater. And uh, potentially in two weeks, that's 14,000 people that will be able to see the message. And we're praying that God would touch hearts this Christmas season. The other thing we're doing is we rent out uh, multiple slots on a 55-foot digital billboard in Times Square, New York. Every weekend in December, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and when the ball drops with hundreds of thousands in New York City, we're hoping they'll look up and remember the two most important words ever strung together, Jesus saves. And uh, we're thinking out of the box, and who's the one that maybe God will put in your path that you can talk about the one who changed the world? This past weekend, I had the honor to go to Delaware preached for my good friend, Pastor Randy Scott at Iron Faith Fellowship in Wilmington, Delaware. I preached the 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. service. Great crowds, and it was packed. Souls were saved, and even in the pouring rain that night, folks came back. I preached a sermon on getting a burden for lost friends. The term soul winner is considered old-fashioned, outdated, and obsolete for some, but the Bible is clear he that wins souls is wise. I truly believe that saved friends should want to see friends saved. As born-again Christians, we're called to not only keep the faith, but share it. That night, I preached a message, and it was on Elizabeth and Mary. Elizabeth and Mary were cousins. One was a senior citizen, and the other barely a teen. One wanted a child, and the other didn't. Elizabeth was too old to have one, and Mary, by many standards, was too young to have one. The irony is Elizabeth was married and tried and couldn't, and Mary wasn't even married and didn't try and got pregnant. You see, what is impossible with man is still possible with God. Elizabeth could have gotten jealous, angry, caused a huge ruckus when she found out that Mary was pregnant. You talk about Jerry Springer. This would have been a sex scandal today, but 2,000 years ago, it was wild to be pregnant out of wedlock. And then you throw the divine in the mix. Holy smokes. Elizabeth deserves some credit. Until you can be a blessing to others when things don't go your way or you may find yourself on the sidelines a long time. Until we can compliment others when they get promoted or pregnant, we may be stillborn to our dreams for a lifetime. If God blesses another, here's what has worked for me. Congratulate them. I really believe that the Lord did it for them. He could do it for me. Be inspired by others, but don't be insecure or intimidated. Praise God, eventually they both got pregnant. Elizabeth would eventually carry John the Baptist, and Mary was pregnant with Jesus the Christ. These two babes would grow up to be boys who would change the world. They were the first boys to men. (laughs) Can I get an amen? One day, Mary walked in the room to say hi to Elizabeth, and John jumped. 
The baby boy in her belly, who was not even yet a Baptist, much less birth, bounced. That little lad leapt. Why? It's proper protocol from New York to L.A. in every courtroom. You'll always hear two words, all rise. And when Mary walked in to say hi to Elizabeth, John and his mother's womb knew that Jesus, the king and future judge, was not only in the womb, he was now in the room. All rise. That's why John jumped, the lad leapt, and the boy went bonkers. See, John knew Jesus before he was even born. John leapt for Jesus before he was birthed. That's why he could live for him while he was alive. Mary was the first to carry the gospel. She did for nine months. Thank God that neither of those two children were aborted. Herod the Great wasn't so great trying to destroy the Christ child and countless children that first Christmas. Sadly, he wasn't the first to try to silence or stop the gospel or God himself. I preached for years that adoption is greater than abortion. I love what President Ronald Reagan said, quote, it is ironic that all of those who are pro-choice forgot they had parents who were pro-life. In my book, Carrying Greatness, the last chapter is called Adoption is Greater Than Abortion. I read over 125,000 abortions transpire every day. Sadly, more folks today are more concerned about the welfare of a whale stuck on shore than a baby that is murdered before birth. Sometimes our priorities are selfish, shameful, and downright sinful. Did you know the middle word of both sin and pride is I? And until we can graduate from self and be mindful of others, we'll only exist and never live. True living and love is selfless, not selfish. And a relationship should be based more on devotion to God than emotion to man or woman. It must be more about faith than feeling because the first is eternal, but all else is temporal. If we started our unions on the bedrock of Christ more than the bedroom of an apartment, we'd be much better off. This is not trying to be self-righteous, but in love, just dropping truth. The problem with sex before marriage is it's based on lust and not love. Lust is what we hope to get from someone, but love is what we hope to give. Secondly, it's often formed on convenience and not commitment. Since untold millions engage in sex before marriage, they are now faced with consequences and decisions that shouldn't have even entered into the equation. This may sound antiquated, but there is no embarrassment from finding out one is pregnant after marriage. God honors those who honors him. Selfishness is a slippery slope and abortion should never be a form of contraception. Some groups talk about the health of the mother and her rights, but I think Jesus would also talk about the health and wealth of the unborn child. It's interesting how some folks are for the death penalty, against it, but for abortion. 
just because it is out of our sight doesn't mean it's off God's mind. I want to read you some folks who could have been aborted but wasn't. Tim Tebow's parents thought about it but didn't. Mariah Carey's ex-husband Nick Cannon, musical genius Beethoven, and scores of others had mothers who found themselves in a bind and contemplated abortion. The world would not be the same without their contribution to society. March 26, 2013, Billy Holloway of The Blaze compiled a list of Hollywood celebrities who are pro-life. Actually, the list may surprise you, but hopefully encourage you to promote life instead of death. Billy wrote, Jack Nicholson may have played the Joker, but his pro-life stance is no laughing matter. Live Action News noted, as a pregnant teenager, Nicholson's mother was pressured to have abortion, but she refused. This shaped Nicholson's view on abortion, making him one of the few pro-life celebrities. Jack quoted in a 2000 report in the National Review saying, quote, My only emotion is gratitude, literally, for my life. I'm very contra my constituent in terms of abortion because I'm positively against it. I don't have the right to have any other view. Justin Bieber is another, and his mother, Patty, published a powerful book sharing her personal testimony and faith in Christ. I'm not trying to get political, but Donald Trump is pro-life. Supermodel Kathy Ireland is pro-life. She's been a voice for the voiceless for years. Italian songwriter and international singer Andrea Pacelli shared that his mother was misdiagnosed with appendicitis while pregnant. She was pressured by doctors and friends to abort. Fortunately, she chose to keep her baby and we're all for it. The rest is history. Martin Sheen, who's also pro-life, he shared publicly that despite being a Democrat when on the issue of abortion, his views are night and day from many of his Hollywood colleagues. Sheen had spoken out with his wife who was conceived through rape. Her mother considered aborting her and after the birth, dumping her in the Ohio River. But in both instances, she chose to give her daughter life instead. Ben Stein said, quote, the number one issue to me is right to life. People who think abortion as a reasonable method of birth control are never going to get my vote, he said. Country singer Kenny Chesney is also pro-life. Here are some other folks in Hollywood that almost were up for abortion. Aristotle, Art Linkletter, Bo Diddley, Dave Thomas, DMZ, Edgar Allan Poe, Eleanor Roosevelt, Eric Dickerson, George Washington Carver, Greg Louganis, Jesse Jackson, John Hancock, John Lennon of the Beatles, Lee Majors, Leo Tolstoy, Melissa Gilbert, Michael Reagan, Nat King Cole, Nelson Mandela, President Gerald Ford, President Bill Clinton, Priscilla Presley, Ray Laoida, Senator Robert C. Byrd, and a host of others. By no means are we making fun of those who've had the abortion. We're not. But I'm telling you, when it comes to life and death, we would do better to promote life more than death. Before we cut to break, I want you to think of this. Years ago, a college student at Yale Architecture was asked to design the Vietnam War Memorial, the wall, with 58,286 names that were lost, engraved in that black marble. 
Can you imagine if someone was asked now the same dimensions of the Vietnam Wall on the mall? But chisel not 58,000 names, but 60 million plus names of the aborted since Roe v. Wade. Do you know how far the wall would go? It wouldn't go to the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. It would go all the way to the doorstep of Camden Yards Baseball Stadium, 50 miles away. Is this the legacy that we will have as Americans? I'm telling you, Jesus promotes life. And we should too. Herod wanted him dead, but praise God, Mary fled. And the rest is history. about the wise men still seek him that's right wise men still seek him you know you can be brilliant and smart and still not wise my friends in the Carolinas love the three R's they joke racing religion and wrestling they talk slow and drive fast I want to share with you going into Christmas Luke chapter 2 1 through 13 now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born of the king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. And when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem was with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he demanded them where Christ be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written by the prophet, and Bethlehem is the land of Judah. Art thou least among, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what the star appeared. And he sent to them Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when you have found him, bring word to me that I may come and worship him. And when they heard the king, they departed and loathed the store which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced and were excited. And when they were come unto the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshiped him. When they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. 
And when they left, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take that young child and his mother, flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod wants to destroy the young children and the Christ child. Friends, in case you missed the memo, we're in a battle, not just good and evil. This is life and death, demonic versus angelic. You're either going to heaven or hell, and hell's too long for you to be wrong. I remember a couple of years ago, I was in line at a grocery store, and I was just being nice. I said to the clerk, God bless you and Merry Christmas, and she snapped. She goes, I don't believe in God. And I just said respectfully, ma'am, you may not believe in God, but God believes in you. And see, the Bible says that the wise men came from a great distance. They brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold represents royalty. It is a gift fit for a king. It was valuable, and their gift had weight. Frankincense. Some people joke, Frank has no sense. Can I get an amen? <laughs> I remember I was playing basketball against two brothers. It was Pete Nickel and his brother, and uh, they were great athletes. But one day, they were just a little off, which was rare. And one of their teammates said, man, you two nickels aren't worth a dime. I think we fell on the court laughing. It was amazing. What I love is the wise men, they didn't just bring gold or frankincense, but they brought myrrh. You see, myrrh was an ointment present at death. It would be like coming to a baby shower today, but bringing embalming fluid. At first, when you realize it, it's offensive and repulsive. But when the light goes off, it's sobering and appropriate because that babe was born to die. See, Jesus taught us how to live, but you and I, through our sin, taught him how to die. At Calvary's cross, one of the soldiers offered also myrrh, M-Y-R-R-H. See, it was prophecy fulfilled. Myrrh was present not only at the crib, but at the cross. The reason the wise men were wise wasn't because they brought Jesus gifts, but because they chose to be in his presence. Regardless if you're Hollywood, homeless, or Harvard, we would be wise to seek God. A couple years ago, I was at a basketball game with a friend, and someone pointed and said, do you see that player over there? And I said, he looks familiar. Well, he had gained about 50 pounds, and we all can gain weight. But he said at one time he was worth $110 million, and I invited him to come to chapel. He was in the NBA, and he rolled his eyes and laughed and said, quote, Christianity is for a bunch of losers. He kept inviting him, and he said it's for a bunch of losers. Well, sadly, he lost all of his money. He's basically bankrupt today. And friends, I say this respectfully, you cannot win in the end without the Lord. I think of celebrities, some of them you've known, some don't know when they died. John Lennon with the Beatles said with pride, quote, we're bigger than Jesus. He died shortly after. I think of Frank Sinatra saying my way. It's the national anthem of hell. The record shows I took the blows and did it my way. And friends, you can do it your way and lose, or you can do it God's way and win. I want to lead you in a prayer if you've never trusted Christ this Christmas. 
coming to Jesus as easy as the ABCs. Just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I'm a sinner. A, admit that you're a sinner. B, believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Say, Lord, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. C, the Bible says if we confess with our mouth, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Just say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Take me to heaven when I die. And I want to be your disciple. You died for me. I want to live for you. Thank you for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, email me today, frank at frankshelton.com. And uh, tell me that you just gave your life to Christ. And our ministry will send you a free gift, a resource to help you in your walk. On the side, I'm not only a minister, I'm a motivator. And uh, I'm also pouring into clergy and corporate executive and friends across the country. I'd love to be a blessing to you. And here is a word of our new ministry mission. What did Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, and Tiger Woods have in common? They all had great coaches. Even Ferraris needed tune-up. And presidents, corporate leaders, and folks from all vocations need occasional encouragement and reinforcement. Inside every great speaker is a good teacher. Frank has been called the Yoda of encouragement and execution. Help you, he can. He has been in leadership since grade school. He was president of student government and prom king and on the basketball team in high school. Frank was president of a group in college and three decades later, the crowds were never the same size since he graduated. Frank was named a distinguished alumni from Gardner-Webb University in North Carolina and was one of only two students awarded out of the entire decade of the 90s. After college, he became an aide to the governor of Maryland, appointed floor staff of U.S. Senate, speechwriter for a member of Congress, and fundraiser for a U.S. president and volunteered in four White House admin of both political parties. He covered both the Obama and Trump presidency respectively in the West Wing. He is in the people business. Frank has flown on Air Force Two and was a guest speaker at Andrews Air Force Base for staff with Air Force One. Frank has been in the room with eight U.S. presidents and counseled and ministered the heads of state at home and abroad. His TV show airs weekly to over 315 million homes on DirecTV, Dish, Cable, and other outlets across America and four continents. He has been a guest multiple times on Fox News, Hannity, and other shows weighing in on current events. He has spoken three times to crowds over 120,000 at Nelson Mandela Soccer Stadium and shared the stage with some of the biggest names in sports, film, Hollywood, and faith community. As far as branding or advertising, Frank has been blessed to connect with folks locally, nationally, and globally. He has appeared on billboards on Times Square, New York City, and his weekly podcast touches lives coast to coast. He has authored multiple books, Career vs. Calling, Blessed of Brokenness, Carrying Greatness, to name a few, but his latest was the number one new release on Amazon. Frank has been featured in newspapers across America, magazines, and was an extra in Rocky Balboa and Jackie, but was the only white character in an all-black film where he played a preacher. Thousands of movie scripts per year are pitched to Hollywood and less than half of 1% accepted. Frank's first pitch to producers for a full-length movie was approved and greenlighted with a multi-million dollar budget. 
Over the years, Frank has been a motivational speaker and addressed thousands of students in school assemblies. He has been a voice to chase your dreams, say no to drugs and bullying, be a winner, not a wannabe, respect for authority, among others. He has been a great help to teachers, staff, and administrators in both public and private schools. Most importantly, countless students have been challenged and encouraged to live right in a culture gone wrong. In the Christian community, he has been blessed to minister across America and around the world. He was on staff for five years with Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and has also spoken at countless churches and events. His humor, celebrity impressions, and gift to paint a picture with words has made him a much in demand communicator. Frank recently gave the chapel message to the players of the Big Three Basketball Championship at O2 Arena in London, England. Frank was a guest of the New York Knicks chaplain to help with chapel at Madison Square Garden. Frank was part of a faith advisory at the United Nations, and he's featured in an upcoming documentary on the life of a former boxing heavyweight champion of the world. Regardless, if you have trouble turning your dream into a reality, how to go to the next level or need a breakthrough in business or personal life, Frank has a gift to inspire, educate, and stretch your comfort zone. Millions have been touched, but some of his best moments are offstage, away from the bright lights, and connecting one-on-one. -on -one. The wealthiest place in the world isn't a boardroom in Dallas, DC, or Dubai, but sadly, a cemetery. Why? Because too many took their dreams and wisdom to the grave, not Frank. He wants to inspire this generation. As far as education, he graduated from college and received two honorary doctorate degrees. But true success isn't just obtaining a degree, but the degree we live our life. Frank is big on faith, fitness, finances, and your future. Need a boost in branding, balancing family and work, casting vision, drafting a speech, establish morale at work, faith over fear, goals, integrity, leadership, living a legacy, marketing, mentoring, motivation, overcoming obstacles, politics, power of prayer, refining your mission, sales, team unity, the art of generosity, or winning in the workforce, we are here to help. Frank has worked with Olympians, Hollywood, professional politicians, educators, law enforcement, military, philanthropists, doctors, motivational speakers, clergy, artists, and more. Frank is seasoned with vocations in both secular realm and will be a great asset to you personally and professionally. Book Frank for your next coaching session. Email frank at frankshelton.com or call the office 410-973 1208. Thank you for joining Frank Shelton today. Consider bringing Frank to your next outreach. Feel free to contact us at frank at frankshelton.com and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frank Shelton Jr. If you would like to partner with Frank Shelton Global, you can donate online at frankshelton.com. Your generosity will help us bring the word to the world. This is Frank Shelton reminding you when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. God bless you and go with God. Tune in next week and God bless you.